Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking step number five tonight, which is accountable. And tonight our focus is going to be on proactive behaviors. So I want to say, uh, well, I am Kelly Fox, happy to be here. And I want to say that all of this information that we are sharing with you about the 12 Steps to Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO of Fearless Living, where Terry and I received our training to become life coaches. And so to learn more about Rhonda Britton or Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. So please go check that out. You can see um, lots and lots more about Fearless Living and the tips and tools that we share with you here on the show as well as others. I'm excited to talk tonight um, on proactive behaviors because I feel that they are a really good tool to use um, to help you shift from your will of fear, being all triggered up in, up in your fear, to the will of freedom, which is you making better choices for yourself, living your best life, um, and and all of that. And I think if we can have five proactive behaviors that we can do anytime, anywhere, then we have the tools to support us to shift at any time. And those could be as simple as just taking a breath and being mindful of that breath and just grounding yourself, right, in that breath. It could be to smile. It could be to, um, I don't know what else, <laughs> off the top of my head right now. But it could be it could be something, uh, tell yourself a joke, sing a song in your head. Um, and then there's other things like, you know, leave the room or scream or one that really supports me when I am all up in my stuff and just overwhelmed is to take a shower, and I just stand there in the, you know, really warm water, and I just let it all wash off of me, and, um, you know, I take my time, um, because nobody comes in and bugs me while I'm taking a shower, and, um, you know, I just allow myself, you know, time to think, and time to process, and time to be, um, And so that's a really proactive behavior for me, but it's not something I can do anywhere, anytime, right? So it's really good to have those proactive behaviors that we can do at any time, anywhere, right? Um, Because then whenever we get triggered, we can shift. Um. So I hope that that supports you um, a little with this starting topic of proactive behaviors. 
And I'd like to just talk a little bit more about being accountable and how that plays into proactive behaviors. Um, Because when we are being accountable of our commitments to ourselves, right, it's always to ourselves first. When we're being accountable to the commitments, to the life that we want to live, to the person who we want to be, um, that puts us on a path of taking action, right? And then taking responsibility for those actions, taking responsibility for when we don't act and when we do act and what we do when we act and what we do when we don't act, um, right? And so all of these risks and stretches that we're doing gets us in this momentum, this forward movement. And so we we are um, sorry, just a second. Um, we are having some technical difficulties with our guest. Um, Sorry. So, what was I saying? Well, we have that forward movement. We have that forward, um, you know, baby step after baby step after baby step, which leads us to learn these proactive proactive behaviors that we um, want to support ourselves with, and we we begin to have those top five. And as we use them, um, we can continue to shift back onto that will of fair, shift back onto that moving forward, and um, you know, be able to be able to. Um, Keep that keep that momentum going with those proactive behaviors. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed, I'm talking a lot by myself because I am not seeing uh, Terry, our beautiful co-host, or our guest coach tonight. So if you will bear with me for just a moment, I'm gonna see if. Um, I can fix it. So I'm going to try this, and if this doesn't work, I don't know. Mm-mm. Um, yay, I fixed it. Mm-mm. All right. Now you don't have to listen to me go on a monologue. I'd like to welcome my beautiful co-host, Cherry Stair, and our wonderful guest coach, Trish March. How are you doing tonight, ladies? Great. Well, it's a bit frustrating. <laughs> a bit frustrated <laughs> listening to you talk and being right there and not being able to be talking. <laughs> Go I figure. Apologize. Technology. I Technology. flipping out because I didn't see either of you. So... <laughs> I thought I was going to have to do the show by myself. Hmm. Well, we're here. 
Well, I appreciate it so much. Mm. Well, I'm um, glad you were able to fix it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so <laughs> how savvy you are. I know. Trish, since this is the first night that you've been on this month of Accountable, how about you start us off with what does Accountable mean to you? Oh, well, Accountable is one of those toughy ones, right? Like I, this was not something I was loving when I went through the coaching program and got introduced to this concept because for me that was like making commitments and holding myself accountable to things, um, you know, to to, uh, promises and to actions and to goals and, you know, all those different things. And it was, so it was really hard and intimidating because I wasn't, really I wasn't really comfortable with that um you know so really I I didn't see the benefit of that it was more intimidation for me than it was benefit so I didn't really see that the more I can be accountable to my dreams and to my thoughts and actions the more progress I was going to be making and Mm -hmm. the more I had some self-discipline you know and was able to put routines in my life and put some structure around things and you know put um, processes in place or organize different things. I didn't see, I didn't realize that that was going to be um, a catalyst to really help me move forward in my life. So I was, I really had a negative perception of it. So um, accountability you remember to me is when less... I'm sorry? Sorry. Do you remember when you shifted? Um, it was really during the coaching program. I, I, you know, and I still don't love that word accountable, um, but I did realize that I needed, so I need many of those qualities that I would uh, kind of put under the umbrella of accountable in order to move me forward. Um, I think when I was doing my wheel and my wheel of freedom and had to really figure out what my essential nature was, because when I looked at that accountable, that was like yucky. Um, but I realized that that was part, my, my essential nature is authentic. And I realized that, you know, in order for me to be truly authentic, I need to have that accountability. So not only did it play a part, you know, the qualities of accountable play a part in my progress as a coach and becoming more fearless. But then as I, I realized that to be on my wheel of freedom and to really be my authentic self, at, at least to a certain level, I needed to be accountable. Um, so that was really, really the driving force behind that. It was almost like, uh, well, you're either going to do this or, you know, you're going to, you know, that fear is going to continue to come up for you. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it still comes up, you know, you know, being accountable to yourself and uh, to my dreams and to my business and, you know, the other things that I have in life. Um, you know, I, I think that I'm very accountable to other people. It's really being accountable to myself that I, that I struggle, right? Because, yeah. When other people are counting on things, you know, you're going to, I'm going to do whatever I can to get them done. And I don't always look at it the same way for myself. So really um, recognizing that I was selling myself short by not doing that um, was a, was also a big, a big uh, change of thought and change of perspective for me. Yeah, I bet. Is there a tool that you've used to support yourself in staying accountable to yourself? Um, yeah, I, I, I think that um, one of the biggest things is, like, when I wake up in the morning, 
almost before I even get out of bed, I, you know, I ask myself, like, how do I want to show up today? And then, mm-hmm. you know, I use that to create an intention, you know, um, you know, what am I willing to practice for the day? And then I really grab hold of that intention uh, whenever I feel like I'm not accountable or I'm not being accountable. And, you know, just kind of saying it to myself throughout the day to keep myself focused um, on what I awesome. want or what my plan was or how I wanted to show up. You know, and I use acknowledgments and, you know, a lot of the fearless living, the, the basic tools that we have, you know, are, are really champs in bringing you back to that whole accountable, um, you know, philosophy or accountable piece of my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Terry, the, the focus for tonight is proactive behaviors. So how do you use proactive behaviors when you are triggered? Well, I think uh, now I don't know how much we've talked about triggers and, and uh, essential natures on the program, but uh, trigger our triggers are what uh, just, you know, kicks us into beating ourselves up or expectations or complaining or just even withdrawing from situations because there's something that happens that makes us feel that feeling that we don't want to feel at all. And that's our trigger. So for me, my trigger is if I'm feeling incompetent then I'm probably going to withdraw, I'm going to um, even, you know, sometimes I'll get angry or self-destructive behaviors that I, that I might engage in that would, uh, so that I would not feel that feeling of being incompetent. So that's my trigger. Other other people have different triggers. In Rhonda's book, Fearless Living, she identifies the different triggers that uh, might propel people to um, engage in self-destructive behavior. So when I'm triggered uh, and I feel incompetent, then that's when I would want to break that uh, cycle of fear that I, that I, because I'm not incompetent, but that's what the feeling that I don't want to have when I might get triggered. So I will um, engage in, in identified proactive behaviors that I have. And I think that Trish named many of them that, that I use and one that I can go to pretty quickly that helps me get out of that, uh, that place is gratitude. And if I just stop and count my blessings, oftentimes that will help me to to then um, get back on my will of freedom. And that means get back uh, to, to engaging in my essential nature, which is uh, compassion. So when I can start counting my blessings, I can really then get back to that place of compassion and gratitude and then that propels me forward to to move in that arena of kindness towards myself and kindness towards others and also being honest with myself and others and saying um, you're not incompetent. Honestly, you can do move forward and then also being accountable, which is t- taking personal responsibility. So that mantra of compassion, honesty, and personal responsibility helps me then to um, to get out of that self-destructive mode and back into proactive behaviors. So you you mentioned some really very powerful proactive behaviors at the beginning of the show. 
like taking a deep breath, like, uh, you know, for me, it's walking outside, it's uh, being in nature, it's listening to music, it's things that can center me back into kindness and compassion for myself, which then allows me to do that for others. And then to look at things realistically and honestly and just move forward uh, with personal responsibility. So those are some of the things that help me, but people may not quite understand what triggers are. Um, but that's something I think we may have talked about in the process of the last few years of looking at the different steps to freedom. But uh, triggers are those things that, that put you in that place where you really don't want to be. You do not want to be seen as that. Uh, that triggers you to, uh, you know, to engage in self-destructive behaviors. But what, when you learn about your trigger, you have to understand that you're not your trigger. It's just that thing that puts you in that uh, that mode or that mood or filter of, of uh, not wanting to be seen as incompetent. So that's kind of another whole discussion and a whole lesson when we talk about um, a whole strategy, when we talk about triggers and self-destructive behaviors. But it's those uh, those proactive behaviors and having compassion for yourself that can bring you out of that. And that's being accountable for your true nature and who you truly are and, and what your values and your perspectives are about moving forward in your life. So Yeah, I, I completely yeah. agree with that, Terry. That was a great answer. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, like, I, I like to dance, right? Like, I like to dance yeah, it out when yeah. I'm stressed or when I'm angry. But, you know, Kelly brought up a really good point at the beginning of this is that you can't do that in every situation, right? Like I can't be having a bad day at work and dancing around, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have well, to, you could go to the really, <laughs> I mean, I guess I could, but you know, I don't. And, but Kelly had brought up at, at the beginning, like if you can have five key things that you can do anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, to give yourself a moment to adjust or to refocus or to catch your breath or to kind of get back in your body and get centered a little bit in, in a situation where you might be, you know, something threw you off. Like, you know, um, you know, somebody says something at work that, you know, causes you to be afraid or to be upset or, you know, to um, lose confidence, right? And, you know, what's, what's something that you could do in that situation? And Kelly talked about it, you know, take a deep breath or, you know, I mean, she'd like to take a shower, but that's, you can't always do that everywhere too, right? So, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. going to the bathroom, just ex- excusing yourself to go to the bathroom or, you know, um, figuring out a way, like saying, oh, you know, I have, I have a meeting in five minutes, like if you're at work, you know, and having, having some of those behaviors that where you can actually say to yourself, like, what do I need in this moment to get myself back on track, get back in alignment, get grounded um, so that you can overcome, you can overcome whatever fear responses come up for you. Um, that was a that was a big thing for me is to try to figure out those things that I could do in any situation. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I really think that's the three. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I mean you may not have five, but the more that you can add to your list, I think the better. But it's also good to know those ones that support you as well, like the dancing or the shower, right? It's good to know yep. those things as well because sometimes you um, sometimes you need that. And those types of things um, can help fill your cup as well. So, um, 
you know, they're proactive in in that way as well. So proactive behaviors can also be uh, uh, self-care, um, you know, uh, like Terry said, going out and walking in nature, um, you know, those those things that aren't just, rare, you know, aren't just at your fingertips. But it's taking the time to do those things as well. That's in, that's important that you're staying um, um, vigilant. Is the word that's coming to mind, but um, that you're staying mindful of the choices that you're making and making sure that they are um, proactive and getting you closer to your goal than um, maybe distractive and taking you um, off course. And I think from an accountability standpoint, like it's something that's going to keep me on track to follow through, right? So it's, so I'll keep moving or I'll keep doing what I've, you know, um, committed to doing so that I won't get blown off track. So that's, Mm -hmm. that was an important aspect of this for accountability because I can be proactive and just go do something I really enjoy. (laughs) Right. And it's, it's not necessarily that it's being proactive, having a proactive behavior that you do that will get you back on track so that you follow through with, and you're accountable. Right. So I think that that, that at least for me was an important distinction uh, when I was, when I was learning about being accountable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think Uh, that's really important because you really, you could, you could easily, just always go and, uh, you know, walk outside or you could always dance or you could always sing or, but is that going to get you to your goals and to your commitments for that day, which is part of accountability? Yeah. So I actually So you can sing for a little bit, but go back. (laughs) Yeah. I actually have an offer I wanted to make. I'm doing some accountability work myself. And um, one of the things that I've been dreaming of doing for, for you know a good long time is to open a healing practice and um you know and it's something that would coincide with my coaching and it is really it does work really well with that um but i you know want to um kind of open it up and see and and you know practice a little bit more so i'm actually going to offer to any of the people that are listening on your call that for the first 10 people that contact me after this, I will offer them a complimentary healing session. So awesome. that's part of my accountability, and I wanted to uh, offer through there. And it, it is distance healing, or it could be in-person healing. Um, and there may be a little bit of coaching if it's appropriate in that, but it's going to be primarily coach, uh, the healing work because that's me being a- accountable to my dreams. So I am um, going to make that offer. I was just going to say that uh, anybody who is interested in that, if they would reach out to me at Trish March Coaching, it's Trish March Coaching is one word, at gmail.com. Or you can reach me on my cell phone at 610-812-1395, and we can uh, look to schedule time together to um, have your session. Awesome. That is really Yes, so thank you for letting me offer that because I uh, – I, uh, I'm holding myself accountable. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, we only have a couple moments left. Um, I thank you so much for being on tonight, Trish. I'm sorry that 
I couldn't see you guys at first, and I kind of went on for a while. Um, but no, that's we good. Appreciate you carried you, it. And, huh? <laughs> I said you carried us. You did a good job. <laughs> okay. Um, so we appreciate you being on each month and sharing uh, with our listeners um, all that you do. And now um, generously giving um, this offer out to them. We appreciate that. And please make sure you take her up on it. Um she can she can support you with amazing stuff. I know I've gotten little um, little probably to her little tips and tricks, but they've uh, supported me uh, greatly. And so I know that um, I know that you will get a lot out of meeting with her. So please take her up on that. Thank and you, Kelly. Uh, Trish, if there was one thing that you would want our listeners to take away from tonight, what would it be? Um, I think that, you know, holding yourself accountable to your dreams, um, you know, I mean, you, you're the person that's going to live your life and really to live the best life that you want and, and to fulfill your dreams, you're the one who has to, um, you're the one that makes the difference or you, you make the movements forward. So, you know, holding yourself accountable to your dreams is a really powerful, um, commitment that you can make to yourself and, um, you know, accountability can be, you know, something that's scary until you actually start to explore it and to see the benefits of it and see the possibilities of, of uh, you know, allowing yourself and being vulnerable and, and accepting the accountability. Yes. Thank you so much. And we thank you for being here on our last night of Accountable. We will come back uh, next month with Present Moment. That's number six. So um, I'm excited to see um, what comes up for us in the present moment uh, this coming month. And we have a full schedule of amazing coaches for you, um, which also includes Trish. So um, (laughs) please make sure that you come back and um, listen to uh, the podcast. And remember, you can hear us on iTunes and Google Bod- Google Podcast. Um, we try to make yeah, it I'd easy like for you. I'd just like to add uh, one thing to the to the discussion before we leave. If you're if you're if you are having difficulty being accountable to your intentions, I would just say take the time to check that your intentions and your goals are in alignment with your values. And I think sometimes we get off centered by not checking in and being sure that we're staying true to our values, which are true to your, to me, that's true to your soul, to who you are. And if, and maybe sometimes that alignment is off and that might be why you're having trouble uh, being accountable to what you set to do each day is because it's just slightly off kilter from your, from your values. The alignment is not um, lined up. So that's just a little tip when you're going forward. If you're finding yourself falling off, and just check and be sure that you're in alignment. And I think that sometimes happens to me that I just get my focus gets off, my I'm distracted a bit, and I just need to check in with my my values and what my soul really wants to do and and be sure that I'm aligned with that. Yes, thank you so much, Sherry. I think that that is uh really important 
alignment is both of our words this year, and I think that it's on our top of mind, and so I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, making sure that you're aligned um, is a daily practice. So, again, we thank you all for being here. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Terry. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be, be fearless. fearless. Bye. Goodbye.